The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four $50 basketball bets. And regardless of outcome, you'll get a $50 free bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free or paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. It will actually be a while now before we have a Manchester United game to cover because they are not in action in the Champions League anymore because they're eliminated and they are not in action in the FA Cup at the weekend as well. I have plenty to say about that game, but you'll have to wait until the next episode of Bet MUFC for me to talk about it. Maybe I would have calmed down by then off the back of yesterday's performance. I'm not too sure. Um, One of the reasons this show is late, actually, is because I'm dealing with a minor concussion. I picked it up while I was away in Manchester in the weight room. Uh, I hit my head on a piece of equipment and um, head's been spinning since then. There's a, there's a lump in my head. Um, cannot see the same uh, as I could before without my contact lenses in. I mean, contact lenses improve my vision, but I don't need them day to day. I've never like needed them for everything, but I have needed them for the last couple of days. But I was too too busy in Manchester. Didn't want to ruin the trip, so I decided to to wait to get this seen to. I'll probably see a doctor tomorrow. But um, that's why the show is a little bit later than usual, because I just wanted to get to bed yesterday off the back of uh, watching that disgraceful performance and then coming home and having this minor concussion and headache and whatnot and not wanting to get it dealt with and ruining the trip while I was away in Manchester. But the trip was ruined by Manchester United anyway. Um, another Twitter account you need to follow is, of course, Lock Betting's Twitter account. It's at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for LockBetting.com. That is my pay service that has delivered 105 months in a row of transparent track profit. We're now halfway through the month for month number 106. So be aware of that. If you do sign up now, you will still be charged for the entire month. You'll be charged for this month and you'll be charged for April on April the 1st. We are winning money every night at the moment in the NBA. You guys know what we've done in soccer over the years. There's tennis plays, there's UFC, there's boxing, there's WWE WrestleMania plays. They'll start to come out in the next week or so. So if you don't want to wait till April the 1st, it makes perfect sense if you want to come aboard the journey for number month, number 106 to get all of my official plays. 
If you want to do your research, look at the pin tweet at lockbetting.com. That is the PL for the month of February. And if you go to the tags on that, you'll see tags like football, soccer, NBA, basketball, tennis, etc. If you go to the tags, you'll see a tag that says PL. That will take you through to all of the other previous PLs. You can see what we do here. You'll see comments from other clients. And uh, they basically verify that this is 100% legit. The comments from clients mean that they verify that the PL is legit, it means I can't add plays afterwards or take plays away that lost. Everything on there was 100% what we put out. And we do 100% have 105 months in a row transparent track profit. And we are just three months away now from saying we haven't had a single losing month in nine years. But this has been a tough month and we still have some work to do here as we approach the second half of the month of March. And it begins tonight. We have Champions League action as well as EPL action. We've already released our Champions League show. Didn't have a good day in the Champions League yesterday. Ajax are out in a game where they lost 1-0. I was expecting goals in that one. And I didn't expect Manchester United to go through. I think you guys heard my bet MEFC. But um, I did expect them to be able to find a net. Atletico haven't been defending as well as they have done in previous seasons. So I expected both teams to score and they did not. So looking for a bounce back in the Champions League tonight. And hopefully that coincides with a good night in the EPL. We have four fixtures to look at. They stretch across from tonight up until Friday. Two fixtures tonight, one on Thursday and one on Friday. There is just one EPL game on Saturday and then we have a couple more EPL games on Sunday as well. So we'll be looking at those on the edition of the EPL show where we cover the FA Cup quarterfinals. So you'll have the FA Cup quarterfinals and three EPL games added to those shows. So let's begin with these four games here for this midweek slate. We begin with Brighton versus Tottenham where Brighton are the 5-2 to two underdogs. It's 12-5 to five on the draw. And Tottenham are the 6-5 to five favourites here to pick up a win here in this one. It's difficult to know what to do with Tottenham in periods. They look very, very good at Old Trafford and look like they could have won the game. And had they got the win, I think it would have been more useful to them than Manchester United because I just don't see Manchester United finishing in the top four. But Tottenham, I feel like they could have... They could have done something with that win. They would have overtaken Manchester United. And of course, they still have more games to play. Given Brighton's form, I do think that Tottenham will still win tonight and get themselves back on track after that loss at Old Trafford. Brighton have lost their last five straight games. That just doesn't happen. They were drawing a lot of games and people were looking at them as being unlucky for not winning more games. And now they just look like a poor side who already look like they want the season done. Brighton have conceded 11 times in that run that we just spoke about during those five losses and they've scored just a single goal. Antonio Conte, as a manager, has a 100% record against Brighton in the Premier League. And Harry Kane who for large periods of this season has been the invisible man. He comes to this in much better form and he's playing against a team he loves to play against. Harry Kane has scored seven goals in eight games for Tottenham against Brighton. Brighton are a team who failed to score in 29 Premier League home games since their promotion to the top flight in 2017. No side has drawn a blank as frequently as Brighton in that time. And um, I feel that that could be the situation again. I feel like this will be an even game. 
But one team is going to be more clinical with the likes of Kane and Son. And the other one will continue with their poor record as they've lost five straight games, scoring just once during that period. For me, that makes this an automatic play on Tottenham at the price of 6-5 to five plus 120 on the money line here tonight. Up next, we move on to the game of the week. And it's a big one as Arsenal are chasing the top four and Liverpool are bang back in contention for the Premier League, especially after Manchester City drop points at home to Crystal Palace on Monday. This is Liverpool's game in hand. And if they win it, they go one point behind Manchester City. And who would have thought this when Manchester City were clear and Liverpool had players going away to play in the African nations. Nobody could have predicted this. Liverpool went out as big as double-digit odds. They went out as far as 10-1. to 1, And now they are going to be within a point of Manchester City if, if they win this game against in-form Arsenal. I think they will. Liverpool come into this having won their last eight matches in the league, which is why they've got back into it. And Arsenal, despite the fact they have had some decent form as of late, they still haven't proven anything against the top sides. They still lost at home to Manchester City. They still lost at home to Chelsea earlier on in the season. They still lost away to Manchester City. They still lost away to Manchester United. They still got eliminated in the Carabao Cup semi-final against the Liverpool team that were missing Mane and Salah. And for that reason... I'm still going to take Liverpool to win this game against an Arsenal side that have lost all five league meetings this season with the top five. For me, I'm going to ride that stat and I'm going to take Liverpool to win this here at the price of even money. Liverpool are available even. It's 11-4 on the draw and it's 11-4 on Arsenal. I was expecting a little bit of plus money here on Liverpool as there is a major question mark over whether Mo Salah actually plays in this game. But I think that says a lot about Liverpool at the moment and how they coped without key players during the African Nations. It didn't affect them at all. They've already come to Arsenal and knocked them out of the Carabao Cup without Mo Salah and without Sadio Mane. So the fact that he's missing, it hasn't caused any major and significant line movement with Liverpool just going out to even money. So I'm still going to take them here with or without Mo Salah. Diego Jota likes playing against Arsenal. He has scored four goals in his last two trips to the Emirates and has five goals in his last four appearances against Arsenal in all competitions. And he has netted 17 times for Liverpool this season. So he has become a key player. He doesn't play every game. Lately, they've been going with Diaz, Mane and Salah, but he can still come in here and he can make an impact. And I think Liverpool, with or without Salah, are good enough to get it done. So once again, your selection for this game is Liverpool on the money line at the price of even money plus 100. Moving on to Thursday's game here and it's a key game at the bottom of the table. Key game for the relegation battle and it sees Everton versus Newcastle at Goodison Park. It's key for Everton. Everton are the ones who are now embroiled in a relegation race. Now, because this is a smaller slate that we're looking at here, we can now look at some futures markets. We have time. So we're going to look at the relegation market, something that we don't do very often here on the show. And we can see that Norwich are the clear 1 to 100 favourites to go down this season. We then have Watford at 1 to 4, with Burnley at 4 to 5, Leeds at 2 to 1 which is the same price as Frank Lampard's Everton, who are also at 2-1. to one. Brentford are at 10-1 to one, 
And Newcastle now are completely out of the relegation conversation. They are available here at 40 to 1 to be relegated. Now, if you look at the relegation treble market, the favourites are Burnley, Norwich and Watford. That collective trio can be gotten at 6 to 4. Then we have Leeds, Norwich and Watford, who are at 10 to 3. Then we have Everton, Norwich and Watford. They are at 4 to 1. So all of those combinations have Norwich and Watford in them. The first combination, it doesn't have one of them in it, which is Watford go missing out of that trio. And we have Burnley, Leeds and Norwich at the price of 7 to 1. And then we have Burnley, Everton and Norwich at the price of 10 to 1. Everything else is bigger than 16 to 1. For me... The three that are in there now are the most likely to go down. I think that market is correct. I think there is a possibility that Leeds could slip in there instead of Burnley because Burnley have relegation experience and Leeds just about scraped out a win against Norwich in what was an absolute must-win game. So I think Leeds will be the one that gets that get that get Leeds will be the ones that get sucked in. I just can't see Everton being sucked in, and perhaps that's me being guilty of um, falling for the old phrase, too good to go down. Because when you look at this team, they are too good to go down. But Frank Lampard doesn't have any experience with a relegation race. Neither does Jesse Marsh. So it's not surprising that off the back of that win away to Norwich and a home win against Burnley, the bookies now consider Brentford to be completely safe in this market. Newcastle have been safe for a while because they've gone on a great run. And uh, they are the two to one underdogs to pick up another win here away to Everton. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and Everton here are available at six to four on the money line. Must win game for Everton, but you, you just can't take it. You just can't take Everton to win this game. I think the safest way to play this game would be to bet on both teams to find the net. I think both teams will score in this game. And if I edge towards anybody winning it, I think all of the value is actually on Newcastle here as an underdog or Newcastle here as a pick. Newcastle have lost just one of their last 10 Premier League games. And that was away to Chelsea last weekend. And that was in the last minute of the game. A lapse of concentration saw them lose away to Chelsea in what was an equal game and finishing 1-0 to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Newcastle have now won six of the last eight league matches, which is why they're not in a relegation conversation. And Everton are because they've lost eight of their last nine in the Premier League and they failed to score in their last four. I think Newcastle can allow this to be a wide open game. They don't really have anything now to to play for. They're not going to go down. They're not going to get into the European position. They have an outside chance of getting into the top half of the table, so they can just go for it. Um, Everton, though, have sustained 1-0 defeats in three of the last four Premier League games at home, so that is slightly concerning. And uh, Everton have also sustained five defeats without scoring in their last seven Premier League matches. So the Lampard effect actually means that this team has somehow managed to get worse And whereas he came in and won a couple of home games, one in the FA Cup against Brentford and one in the league against Leeds, they've since gone on a horrible run and are bang in relegation trouble. So I'm going to take Newcastle here as a pick to make things even worse, given that they've won six of the last eight league games and have conceded just five goals in the process. I do think Everton will score. Sometimes you have to make a decision on data and see when is the right time to fade it. And I just don't think Everton will go a fifth game without scoring a goal. 
but I do think there's a possibility that they continue this losing run. They've lost eight of their last nine in the league and Newcastle's form make them a difficult underdog to ignore here in this one. The final game we're going to look at here is Leeds' trip to Wolves, where Leeds are the 23-10 to 10 underdogs. It's 12-5 to 5 on the draw, and Wolves are the 5-4 to 4 favourites here to put more misery onto Leeds. I'm going to go for Wolves to, to win this one here at home. I just can't take Leeds at the moment. They're also looking like they're going to miss four key players. We've just seen... Patrick Bamford come back, so I'm not sure how much influence he's going to have. We've seen Calvin Phillips missing for a while. They're missing their captain, Liam Cooper, for this game. And what's probably most important is that they look like they could be without their record signing, Rodrigo, here for this game. So because of these injuries, coupled with their recent poor form, or their poor form throughout the season, to be honest, it's very, very easy to go against Leeds and to take Wolves here Wolves haven't lost to Leeds in their last six and they've scored the first goal in six out of the last six games. Leeds are without a clean sheet in this fixture in their last six and are without a clean sheet in their last 16 straight games in all competitions. They've seen over two and a half goals cash in seven of their last eight with Leeds conceding the first goal in six of their last seven and Wolves scoring the first goal in five of their last seven. If that pattern continues, then Wolves will go on to win this game. I can't see Leeds getting back into the game. You have to lay a little bit more juice than the money line, but I think it's worth taking Wolves to score the first goal in this game at the price of 11 to 10. So Wolves are 20, or sorry, 5 to 4 to win this game, but it's 11 to 10 that Wolves will score the first goal, and there is strong supporting data to back up that play. So your main lead is going to be on Wolves to score the first goal, but I also like Wolves on the money line here, given the injuries and the recent run from Leeds and the fact they scraped past Norwich. There's nothing here to tell me that I should take Leeds other than the fact that they probably need this game a little bit more than Wolves. Wolves aren't really competing for the top four anymore. They have a huge outside chance of getting there. However, Leeds have a very, very real chance of being relegated from the Premier League this season. Closing out with your lock on the show. Now, I wasn't going to do a lock because it's just a four-game show. But um, as I was talking about the Liverpool pick over Arsenal and with Manchester City dropping points on Monday, this has now become a massive, massive game. And despite the fact that Liverpool have managed to get themselves into the FA Cup quarterfinal, which is surprising because Liverpool don't usually take domestic competition seriously, at least not under Jurgen Klopp. And now they've won the League Cup and they've got themselves into an FA Cup quarterfinal. They are battling for a quadruple. Now, if they win the FA Cup quarterfinal and they get to the semi-final, good, that's great for Liverpool. But I don't think they're going to prioritise it. I feel the Premier League will get prioritised and I think you'll see a full-strength team and a full effort here from Liverpool to win this game. With or without Mo Salah, it's difficult to take Arsenal. Yes, they are in better form and yes, they are the clear favourites to finish in the top four. But until I see them beat a top side, until I see them beat someone in the top five, 
I'm not going to be able to take Arsenal in games like this. Arsenal have lost all of their five league meetings with the top five. And as I mentioned, Liverpool have won their last eight matches in the league, which is why they can close to within a point of Manchester City today. I think all the neutrals want Liverpool to win. Ultimately, I don't want Liverpool to win the league. Manchester City are the lesser of two evils. I think it'll be horrible for me to witness Liverpool winning the league twice in the last three seasons. So I do want them to blow it, but I want them to win tonight so we can cash our lock at the price of even money plus 100. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.